Over the weekend, China's Ministry of Commerce published the final provisions on the unreliable entity list, laying out the details of how companies might end up on that list and what it would mean if they do. To be clear, no specific companies have been announced for inclusion on the list at this time. To get an update on this, we're on the line with our director in Shanghai, Owen Hockey. From the U.S.-China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Owen Hockey is our director in Shanghai. Welcome back, Owen. Hey, Ian. All right, so you know where this is headed. Um, so go ahead and fill us in on what details you've got on this new unreliable entity list. The news this week is on something many of our member companies have been following very closely over the past uh, over a year, and it's the unreliable entities list. This is a list that was introduced in May 2019, uh, right after Huawei was added to the United States version of an entities list, which imposed restrictions on companies selling to Huawei and its subsidiaries, uh, which created challenges for many companies and uh, their sup- China supply chains. Uh, with the creation of the the unreliable entities list in China, uh, basically what this would do is that foreign entities that are perceived to endanger China's national security or sovereignty or restrict trade with Chinese companies are at risk of being uh, placed on this uh, unreliable entities list. And that's what we've known since it was first introduced. It was introduced really as a way to retaliate against U.S.-imposed restrictions on companies. And many U.S. companies raised concerns about the criteria for being included on the list, the what the penalties would be if they are included. And a big question was you know, what companies will actually be included on this list. The, the development, the new development here is that on September 19th, China's Ministry of Commerce published some final provisions on the unreliable entities list that uh, helped provide a little bit more clarity. Um, but so far, we they have not released any names of companies uh, that would be included on this list. So, so that's kind of you know the background on this. So, what sort of concrete details came through with this latest announcement then? The new thing is we've gleaned some new information on possible penalties in the new provisions. If you're included on the unreliable entities list, the potential penalties include prohibitions on import and export activity with China, uh, prohibitions on investment activity in China, restrictions on the entry or work status of personnel in in China, um, and a number of other restrictions that are outlined uh, if someone is included on the unreliable entities list. Similar to U.S. export controls, uh, Chinese companies that would want to continue to do business with a company that is listed on the unreliable entities list would need to apply for special approval uh, for the unreliable entities list office under the China Ministry of Commerce. And what can folks expect enforcement to look like? So on enforcement of this or what the process might look like, we got a little more clarity on that. An investigation will need to be launched on a company first before they're added to the unreliable entities list. And the enforcement and this investigation and enforcement would be led by the Ministry of Commerce and an interagency group that they are creating or have created. Uh, we don't know exactly who's on that interagency group yet, but we would expect other agencies like the Ministry of Public Security. Uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on this for more details as it develops, including uh, any company on this list. That I, th- I think if you're including any company on this list, uh, it may have a very uh, you know, negative effect on, on investment or uh, perception of investing in the China market. Um, so, and also probably a pretty negative reaction by the U.S. administration. Uh, so I think you know, China is definitely calculating very um, 
very deliberately about how they would want to proceed on this. So it could be some time uh, before they do that, but we don't really have uh, you know a specific uh, timeline for when we might see investigations happen or we might see company names that are included on this. We'll be publishing some more analysis on this um, here shortly, and that will be sent out to our member companies. So please do keep an eye out for that. Yes, that update is actually out at this point, so you can access that on our website, uschina.org, and I'll also include a link in the episode description as well. Uh, All right, many thanks to Owen for that wrap-up. Again, Owen Hockey is our director in Shanghai. Uh, Before we roll the credits, I will also note that we're holding our annual gala this December, but this year's event will be virtual. Still, we are delighted to share that the event will feature a conversation with General James Mattis and Dave Rank from the Cohen Group. Uh, you can find more information on that at uschina.org gala. All right, China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council, and you can learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, leave it a rating and review. It will help other people find it. And as always, thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week.